down there. Be sure to check them out and offer your support. They would love to see you. To stay current on the progress of this project, attend one of our weekly project meetings every Wednesday at 1.30 at ERA Carroll Realty, 306 Main Street. Can't make the meeting? Follow Sheridan Main Street Project on Facebook and Instagram or visit the City of Sheridan's website. Thank you for your patience and understanding. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment Shared on American Legion Baseball is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. What is your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker Mellinger can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Alicia Cox. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinger, 672-0785. Whenever asked, our local businesses, branches, and individuals always come through to help our local youth. The Battle of the Bighorns Livestock Show is just one such organization these folks are helping. Thank you to the Kaler Brothers of Fort Smith, Montana, King Salary, Kodiak Gas Service of Montgomery, Texas, and Coltiska Cattle and Hay. Visit these businesses and tell them thank you for their support. Battle of the Bighorns, May 27th and 28th at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds. Are you a Main Street business owner feeling the effects of ongoing construction? Do you miss the hustle and bustle of busy foot traffic and the sound of cash registers ringing? Don't worry, Sheridan Media is here to help. Sheridan Media is offer advertising specials for any business on Main Street from Dow to Caffeine. Let us help you remind people that you are open and ready to do business with them, whether they use your front door or rear entrance. Not located on Main Street but still want to support the community? We have a media package for you businesses that are not on Main Street. Our goal is to keep Main Street thriving, and we believe that supporting one another is key to achieving that. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares about the success of our community. Don't let construction deter your business. Contact me, Whitney Kessner, at 751-8389. Or me, Sue Engelhart, at 763-0097 for more information. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that wants to keep our main street thriving. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning, I'm joined by Sheridan County Sheriff's Office Corporal Ashley Hoyt and Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? 
Morning. We're good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's spring is here finally. It's yeah. it's been like what two months since I've seen you. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little more. Yeah. It's just... Right. Right in there. Yeah. And you guys were at uh, convention last month. We were. Well, yep. We were at WASCOP, the Wyoming Association of Chiefs and um, uh, uh, Sheriffs, essentially. Um, and uh, and yeah, it was a great time. It was great. Yep, yeah. This is a, a, an, an opportunity for all of you to kind of meet up together and go over issues that we're all facing? Or? Yeah, yeah. So basically, and yeah, so spelled out entirely, it's the Wyoming Association of Sheriffs and Chiefs of Police. And so it's it's a, um, it's a an opportunity for all the sheriffs and chiefs um, to get together and address, you know, what pressing issues might be um, on the forefront for the chiefs and sheriffs across the state. And um, an excellent opportunity as well for people like me who are, you know, new into these um, patrol lieutenant and under sheriff positions and get to know some of the folks that are um, currently, you know, in those positions and have been there for a while. Yeah, and it's it, it's uh, a lot of great, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, basically, you know, instructors that come down and put on some courses for us and stuff like that, too. So it's it's great. Yeah, it's my first time going. So it was it was a great time. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. And it sounds like a great opportunity. Is there policy discussion? You know, maybe a little bit. Um, that's more so on the on the end of things that like Sheriff Dominguez and stuff like, um, and you know, other right. sheriffs would go on. But for more so for my side, it, there's a lot of good, um, you know, basically training that's occurring um, for especially some of us new leaders that are, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, can take full advantage of those. So, yeah. and and those leadership classes, you know, some of them are just absolutely pivotal. I can remember. Uh, I'm old enough that uh, I can say I went to PLDC, Primary Leadership Course, and uh, Development Course. And that was probably, uh, for those who don't know, that is the class that basically teaches you how to go from being a specialist to a sergeant in the Army. And that was the best course I think I've ever taken in my life. It was two weeks of some of the best leadership information I have ever learned. Yeah. And it's great stuff. And and really changed my entire perspective on not just leadership, but the military and how we coordinate ourselves. Because, you know, as a private or, or, or lower enlisted, you start looking up there going, why are they even saying that or thinking in that way right. and then you go to that class and you're instantly your mind's changed yep okay <laughs> right. they were doing the right thing yeah, yeah. now sometimes you just don't see the the entire picture how's your spring been so far great yeah you know i i uh it's good to see we've, we've had a little bit of moisture too for the rain and everything that's been coming and that's been good um trying to get out and about and as you know i've I've got my um, little two-and-a-half-year-old little girl that loves the playground, so we've been spending a lot of time out and about. Oh, finally get able yeah. to get outside know, and stay yeah. out there yeah. for a decent yeah, amount of time. Right, yeah. <laughs> Instead of just yeah. outside, okay, back in. Right, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, here's Corporal Hoy. Now, yeah, yeah how's I your mean, spring? It's been, uh, having, been doing some hiking in the mountains. Um, the farthest I get up there is, you know, is what I've been doing, and kids love it, I love it, and smelling the pine trees is like a, it's like medicinal to me. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How is it up there? Uh, is snow pretty low I yet? I was able to get all the way to Park Reservoir in a vehicle just fine. No, no snow in the roads. Oh, fantastic. Nice. And, and what are those road conditions looking like? They're actually really good right now because people haven't been up there destroying them yet. So. Fantastic. So if you want to go for a family outing, this weekend sounds like a good time. Uh, I think it's supposed to rain on us a little bit, oh, but yeah, tis that time of the year, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Corporal, let's have just a little bit of information about you. Where'd you grow up? I grew up here in Wyoming, over on the other side of the state, in Sublette County. Oh, Sublette County. Yeah. 
Ah, went to a huge school, you know, like 200 people. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you met each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know everyone over there. Um, and so when I graduated, I uh, I moved to Oregon. So I spent 12 years out there in the Willamette Valley, and I wanted to get out because you know, growing up over there, you don't see a whole lot. I think when I left there, I don't think we had a, there wasn't a single stoplight in Sublette County when I left there. Yeah, you know, half the roads aren't even paved. So I wanted to go see some cities and stuff like that. So I moved out there, and then. 12 years of that i decided to come back here and a little bit of normalcy for me and and got into this job i did uh, i spent some time working over in baker city oregon uh quite a bit of time I, i've got family that lives over there um it eastern oregon is different than western oregon Definitely, isn't yeah. it i mean it's a totally different world it's desert yeah yeah uh and and some of those areas over there in eastern oregon uh, you know, because traditionally people tend to think, you know, Oregon, liberal, you know, but sure. uh, Eastern Oregon is the exact opposite. That's very agricultural area. A lot of folks up there uh, tend more with the conservative mindset. My sister joked around that uh, some of the counties over there were even trying to secede over to Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty oh, funny. Ah, politics is fun. What uh, what ended up getting you into law enforcement? What inspired you to put the shield on? So it was one of those things I always kind of want to do a little bit, but I'd always had a really good job and I didn't want to switch it type of deal. Yeah. Um, so I never, I kind of put it off for a while because I, I mean, I had great jobs out there, you know, and Oregon was really good to me. And, and uh, when I moved back here, of course, my wife's father was worked for the police department at one point in time. I had a uh, brother-in-law that was working for the sheriff's office and kind of talked to them a little bit. And one thing led to another, I'm like, yeah, I'll go apply and see what, I'll, I'll go, guess I'll try that now because my skills from Oregon didn't apply here at all. Yeah. I mean, I worked for the lumber companies and that didn't happen here, so... I got into it just that way, just kind of a, let's give it a try, and and then it turns out I loved it. So, 15 years later, I'm still doing it. <laughs> not sure, not sure what happened, but. Well, it's one of those situations where uh, you know you dip your toe into the pool, and it's the right pool to be in, right? Well, and, it's, and it's different, you know. It's a, it's it's very rewarding, but it's very stra It's like it gives you everything you need. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you're you're not going to be bored. Um, you're going to be stressed out, but you're going to be rewarded. It's every day is a little bit different, and you know there's there's no monotony to it. Yeah, so, yeah. Time flies. I mean, this is the fastest 15 years I think I've ever had in my life. You know yeah. What I mean? It just I didn't realize until just now coming in here, kind of adding up, and like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I've been doing years. this for a while. <laughs> Yeah, if you were in the military, you'd be five years from retirement. I know. should have started earlier. <laughs> now, uh, how long were you in the detention center? So I did that, I want to say it was about 10 years. Um, I joke with people because I always say, you know, I did 10 years in jail. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then you realize when they look at you funny, what you really you have to kind of explain it. But, um, you know, the same thing there. It's very rewarding. You get to uh, you get to deal with a lot of different people. Um, and it's not what the movies make it out to be. You know what I mean? It's... Um, Much more calm than, it, yeah? At times, you know, and I mean, the people are going through a difficult time when they're in there, obviously. So, you know, it's, you, you learn to work with emotional states and tons of fun. Though I met a lot of good people in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of good people that pass through there. It's not everyone's, you know, an evil person. It's just. Um, like you said, a difficult time in someone's and you, life. You know, you get to meet a lot of different people that, that helps you when you go to patrol. You know what I mean? You get, I mean, you, you've met a lot of people. And you've, if you've done it correctly, they have a lot of respect for you, and it definitely helps you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just, it was tons of fun there as well. Um, and I, I worked up through there and 
got corporal and went to sergeant and then eventually um you know the 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 one good thing about the sheriff's office is you can kind of switch it up so you know i was lucky enough to where i'd like to try patrol now for a while so it kind of gave me a break from you know the 10 years of that Mm -hmm. is to move into something else for the second half which is really nice um, but I still get to work for the you know same company, so to speak. So it was nice. I didn't have to switch careers, didn't have to switch jobs, just into something else. And it's really nice. Now, when it comes to patrol, uh, what would you say was the biggest lesson you learned in the first year? Well, man. <clears throat> well, the, I mean, the biggest thing is is uh, you don't have cameras for everything. You you don't get to review cameras for everything you want to investigate. Right. Right. But. Uh, you know, it's it's basically I learned that it's the same type of situations. You just don't walk to the next call. You drive to it, and with some variances with traffic and things like that, because you don't obviously traffic in there. But, but the the overall scheme of it is the same. You're called to an issue to try to resolve an issue for people and to try to help them. And the same kind of goes. There's differences obviously because you're you're um, you know you're not in a controlled setting, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the same. It's kind of the same thing, just different. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, just a little, uh, a little freer, I yeah, guess. <laughs> a little colder in the winter time. There's no traffic crashes in a jail. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's there's there's it, as far as the biggest thing to learn. There's just so much to learn. You couldn't, you wouldn't be able to say this is it. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I I don't think there's been a day where I haven't learned something new yet. Oh wow! I mean, it's every day. Every you have day, five okay. years, and you're still learning. Yeah, we. It's a it's ongoing joke with me where I'm I'm just trying to get through one day without learning something new, <laughs> and, and I can never pull it off. Yeah. So, has yet to occur. <laughs> and what are your same. duties and your responsibilities as corporal of a patrol? So it's all the same job that I was doing prior as as patrol deputy, um, with the additions of uh, kind of a. a mid-level management supervisory role so i have to you know my the way i look at it and it helps me is my job is to help those that i work with to be better so and i can give them advice help them work with schedules you know it's, there's some admin stuff in there you have to do that no one wants to do but we have to do um but for the for the most part it's it's a it's kind of a, a mid-level management supervisory role where i'm still responsible for them and it's my job to make sure that the whole shift is just doing everything correctly but then I'll take calls with them as well, so I'm I'm out there with them. Boots on the ground leadership. Yeah. Frontline leadership. Well, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, we're going to switch gears real quick. Yeah. Postcard camp. I've yeah. heard yeah. about this be- or camp postcard. I think it was uh, uh, Detective Boot who or Boot Hill yep. who Correct. who actually told me about this the first time. Yep. Yeah. Um, what is this for those who may not know what it is and yeah. what does it do so basically camp postcard is a um, volunteers of america um sponsored and and organized event uh where essentially local law enforcement school resource officers school personnel and community members select um kids that are currently in school to go and attend this camp um, and the camp is basically an opportunity uh, for the youth that are involved to uh, take more control um, of and for responsibility for their decisions and futures and um, actions. And ultimately, it's, a, it's an excellent opportunity for um, growth uh, for some of these students that, you know, can really benefit from this camp that, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, down, held down at Casper Mountain. Um, you know, there's, we select, uh, typically it's the SROs that go, but this year we've got SRO uh, 
uh, Deputy uh, Cody Lamb going, um, and then one of our detention deputies is going to go. Um, uh, detention Deputy Heather Watts going to go down as well and um, be essentially act as counselors for these kids um, to make their way through this camp, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, I've never been, but the pictures and the stories I hear from going through it, it's just it's great. It's great one stuff. of those situations where you go to a uh, an event for a number of days, and you know when you take on that mentor role. It's unavoidable right. that you're going to develop emotional connections and, and care for these kids. Right. And then you just, you got to walk away from the camp when it's all done with your fingers crossed that, right. that you did something. Yep. How are these kids chosen, LT? Do you know? So basically they're identified through the school year um, by those SROs or the community personnel and, uh, or sorry, uh, the school community personnel, um, that say, Hey, you know, this is a student that might benefit from, um, some of the empowering, uh, lessons and, and, you know, teachings that go on at this, this, uh, camp postcard. Um, and you know, that's uh, from my understanding, you know, and, and how, you know, I've only been involved with, uh, really learning about this over the past couple of years. Um, but it's a, it takes a full year basically of identifying who's going to benefit the most, yeah. um, and be able to go through this. And so there's a lot of heart and a lot of time taken, uh, to try and identify who wouldn't benefit, um, the absolute most on that. So. Cause there is a really limited number mm-hmm. that, uh, we get to take even just from Sheridan County. Right. Yeah, I correct. mean, like it's a yeah. very small number yeah. of kids that yeah. get to go to this thing. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure what their final count is going to be this year. Um, but you know, you, you, you have to keep in mind the ratio for the people that are acting as counselors too. Um, so, you know, the, I don't think there's necessarily a shortage of people that want to go and be a part of this. Um, but but you can only lose so many people. Correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, in addition to that, you know, I think it's important, you know, that it's taken into account, you know, these people acting as counselors and want to be a part of this care and they wouldn't be, you know, um, you know, the two people that are going from the sheriff's office are, are two of the best deputies I think that we have. Um, and they're heading down to, to go and, and pass on um, the, what knowledge they have in terms of just taking control and empowering um, these kids into their future. So well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I've, I, you know, ever since I learned about this camp, I, I just really like the idea of it. Uh, um, I hope uh, one day we'll we'll kind of get an opportunity to see what's going on over there. Some pictures or something right. would be great. Right. Seeing these kids because I'm sure they do some fantastic team building activities right. uh, and and giving them leadership roles. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I can remember more than one of my friends who you know we were seen as a bit at risk i guess you could say but as soon as you slip that child into a a leadership role of any kind a mentorship role then their personality changed right you know whether it be motivation or purpose or or even something as simple as direction you know you put that in a child and just let them go and see what they do and and nine times out of ten they'll surprise you with fantastic results all right on that we're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back we're going to have more with our sheridan county sheriff's office you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe 103.9 fm sheridan Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment 
Sheridan American Legion Baseball is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Celebrate Memorial Day weekend by setting off fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Fireworks are legal to set off Friday, May 26th through Monday, May 29th, and Whizbang Fireworks will be open for the weekend to purchase fireworks and celebrate Memorial Day or give that graduation party a little extra celebration. Whizbang has a huge selection of fireworks from bottle rockets to Roman candles, missiles, fountains, cones, and assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks will be open. Friday, May 26th through Monday, May 29th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whizbang Fireworks on North Main Street behind Pizza Huts. Okay, so I got this smartwatch that actually tells me that it's time to drink water. Our ancestors crossed the wilderness in covered wagons without water reminder sundials. How did they not die of thirst? Well, if you're looking for water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service in Eureka to drill a hole in the ground and deliver cool, clear water. So here's your reminder, you need water. Contact 307 Wildcat Well Service today, and you too will have cool, clear water. Hi, this is Christy Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty, and let's talk about 343 North Main Street, an updated restaurant building with kitchen on the main street of Buffalo, Wyoming. High visibility with inside and outside dining, covered patio for summertime dining, and a large detached garage with two standard garage doors area for storage. The commercial kitchen is with the building. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Hi, this is Ken with Prime Rate Motors, and we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, campers, UTVs, and tractors of any age. Are your payments too high? We will also downtrade you out of your current vehicle into a more affordable one. Or if you just need a professional assessed value of your current car, truck, or SUV, we do on-the-spot appraisals. Stop by 2305 Coffeen Avenue Sheridan or call 674-6677 and also see our full inventory at primeratemotors.com. This week on the Weekend Sports Wrap presented by Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate, the Denver Nuggets are heading to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history after sweeping the Los Angeles Lakers, but it was LeBron James in the post-game press conference who put on a masterclass of a performance. Plus, Carmelo Anthony retired, he's going into the Hall of Fame, but for which team? And Eric Spolstra, he deserves a little bit more credit all of those topics and more on the weekend sports wrap podcast on sharedamedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts should have let that one play out just a little bit longer huh, Trevor? that's a good tune good morning welcome back to public pulse proudly brought to you by first federal bank and trust i'm floyd whiting this morning I am with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office Corporal Ashley Hoyt and Lieutenant Undersheriff Devereaux Johnson. Now, the Dead Swede bike race, uh, it's going to be held Saturday, June 3rd. You know, Undersheriff, I feel like you and I uh, have just, we're just talking about this thing. Uh, it, right. it, at some points, time is a weird thing. I know. I <laughs> Winter thing. took forever. You're right. But I swear we were just talking yep. about this not too long ago. Right. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about this race? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I was I, as I was, you know, making a couple notes for this so that I make sure and um, get the the most important information out there. I was like, gosh, I uh, I need to call the. Um, Sheridan Bicycle Company and get some updated numbers on this because that's what we did last year too. Is just make sure and confirm on there. 
Um, and I, I should have left my notes on there from last year because um, I want to say it was about 750-ish that were registered oh, last year. it was year. a lot of folks. Yeah. And so this year, the bike race is going to be June 3rd, and I'll talk about some of the core stuff that we need to know. But what's absolutely amazing is that there's, um, as of the 23rd, there's 927 riders. There's almost 1,000 wow. riders coming out for um, the Dead Sweet bike race this year. Or this, bike, yeah. this is a huge race. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you talk about the amount of people you know it, it's just i mean it's great it's yeah abs- there's nothing nothing you know um bad about it and i i want to make sure and, and you know me floyd I, I always like to say you know and, and it is it's great but i always like to make sure the folks are aware where they should be watching out for people when we have these types of events going on um, which are amazing for our county to be able to hold but uh this year it's the same miles of courses there's going to be a 20 mile a 40 mile a 60 mile and a 100 mile um, but the big change uh, for note this year is that for the 100-mile course, it's actually going to take riders out 14 east and around the southern southern portion of the county before going into the western routes such as Highway 87 and Bird Farm, Beaver Creek. Uh, they're going to go up through Soldier Creek and end ultimately in Ke- uh, Kendrick Park. Um, the biggest biggest change being that there's no riders going up red grade this year, and that's that's I want to say that typically over the past you know however many years it's it's always gone up red grade, um, and the big change on that is basically just due to things like snowpack and where people are riding and you know just trying to take into account you know where is safest and where makes the most sense for this hundred mile course because it's a hundred miles. <laughs> well, and, and my goodness, you know, you think about uh, almost a thousand folks going over top of the same trail. Sure. It's going to wear that down, right. especially if it's moist. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, more than anything, I just want to come on and, and, you know, definitely throw that shout out there for um, the Sheridan Bicycle Company and the Pure Energy Fitness for being willing to put the event on and um, provide the, the aid stations. But, um, you know, for the folks in the county that aren't, aren't participating, um, just be watchful for riders everywhere, but really every route is going to take riders on Soldier Creek and those Western highway routes, such as Big Goose at a minimum. So really the Western part of the County during this race on June 3rd, um, is going to be, there's going to be a lot of riders, like we say, almost a thousand people out and about just to be keeping our eyes open for same as any other day, but there's just a thousand. There's going to be a lot more, right? Many more. Yeah. So make sure you get your head on a swivel if you have to drive out there right. or if you, you know, own land or, or, or have to conduct business yep. out there in any way. Yep, yep. Uh, it, it, as far as we know, is there going to be any kind of detour due to this race or, or are they good about it? They just stay off to the side of the road? Yeah, they've always been great, um, at least to, to all of my knowledge. is It's always worked out really well. And, um, you know, it's uh, I, I think it's also important to keep in mind that events like this are, are amazing that our county is able to put on put on and, you know, the the folks at Sheridan Bicycle Company and Pure Energy Energy just taking on this size of feet oh, you know, yeah. every year and saying we're going to be able to do this and bring people into our county um, for such an amazing race is is you know race or ride whatever you know you want to call it but that's huge um, and so as far as you know any detours or anything not none to my knowledge I think all the riders are, have always done an excellent job but um, you know for the folks out driving and you know doing going about their daily business just something to look out for I'm going to switch gears on you real quick we got about three minutes left but there is a new scam. Yeah, yeah, and we, we really want to make sure we touched on this. So over the past couple of weeks, um, the sheriff's office uh, in particular has been receiving phone calls from a Wyoming spoofed phone number 
um, basically our our belief at this time is basically that uh, maybe it's an application, maybe some kind of um, uh, Skype type phone number that's making these calls. Uh, and the person on the other end is calling and claiming to be an actual Sheridan County deputy or a form, former deputy. They're using the actual names of current or former um, deputies with the sheriff's office. Wow. Yeah. So um, uh, mainly, you know, we want to make sure we got on and said, uh, you know, if you are getting a phone call and th- these people are claiming that the folks have a warrant because they missed court and they're demanding some type of payment over the phone, the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office will never, ever call and ask for a payment over the phone. And, I mean, yes, we absolutely may call sometimes and inform inform someone that they have a warrant, but we'll also tell you a, the, the correct route, how you go through and pay that warrant or some kind of fine, you know, whatever that may be. Um, but as far as us calling and asking for a payment over the phone, we'll never do that. Um, and I, I think I've said it on the, in the past on any time we talk about these scams, if you ever have a, a concern that maybe something isn't legit, just hang up because that's what, that's the worst thing that can happen is, is you hang up and then just find the real phone number for the sheriff's office. That's 307-672-3455. It's on our website. Um, get in touch with, uh, I'm the only Lieutenant Johnson down there. I'd be happy to field your phone call if you're concerned that, hey, I was called. Do I have a warrant? Because I can tell you for sure in a matter of minutes whether or not it's true or false. Uh, Myself or any other deputy can do that. Um, So mainly, if you get a phone call, they're demanding payment over the phone. They claim to be a sheriff's deputy. That will never happen. We'll never ask for those funds over the phone. I greatly appreciate you coming on and updating on on these scams. You know, with the new chatbots, and the AI right. that's yeah. coming out, you know, they're yep. they're copying voices in in certain places. Folks, just know, you know, if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. Right. Uh, just hang up the phone. Call either the the business, and make sure that you call our Sheridan County Sheriff's Office and keep them up to date on uh, any new tactics that you run into out there because you could be helping a lot of people right all right uh under sheriff corporal thank you both so much for coming in and speaking with me this morning i greatly appreciate it please be safe out there we'll do all right appreciate it when we come back we're going to be speaking with whitney benefits and the wild west warrior foundation you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe and 103.9 fm sheridan First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan American Legion Baseball is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Hi, this is Jill Bates with the Best Real Estate Team. Spring is here, but it was a long winter. So do you have that Goldilocks complex about where you live? Are you thinking things like the bathroom is too small, the kitchen is too big, or the garage just isn't right? If you have started to Goldilocks your dwelling, then it is time to call the Best Real Estate Team. Let our team get to work for you and provide you with that home that is just right and gives you a happily ever after. Give us a call today at 675 675- 
B-E-S-T, or go online at bestwy.net. Make it a great day. Proudly brokered by EXP. Heads up. Whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities in the community to serve. We clean more for you. We're Captain Clean. We're Captain Clean, Northern Wyoming's premier cleaning company. We stand behind everything we do and ensure 100% satisfaction. Call Captain Clean this spring and let us freshen up your home or office for the upcoming beautiful weather. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. We clean more for you. This Memorial Day, Canes and Champion Funeral Homes invite you to a truly special event in honor of our fallen heroes and the families they've had the honor to serve. Join them on May 29th from 8 to 3 p.m. in the empty lot next to the Sheridan Municipal Cemetery, where they will have prepared a day filled with remembrance, togetherness, and gratitude. Look for the big tent with red, white, and blue balloons and enjoy a free brunch and lunch with delicious food. Kane and Champion Funeral Homes are here for you May 29th, 8 through 3 p.m., don't miss this special Memorial Day event. Did you know One Health cares for all of you? Your physical, your behavioral, and your social health. We're proud to continue to offer primary care, immunizations, pediatrics, senior wellness, and now dental services. One Health is a passionate team offering exceptional care for the entire body, all under one roof for all ages and all income levels, accepting Medicaid, Medicare, private insurance, as well as a sliding fee scale, in-person and telehealth. So schedule your next wellness exam. One Health is now located in the train depot and at OneHealthCaresForAll.org. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there and First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by Brad Walden from the Wyo West Warrior Foundation and Whitney Benefits Board President, Mr. Roy Garber. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Mr. Walden, can you tell us a little bit about the Wyo West Warrior Foundation and what its mission is? The Wyo West Warrior Foundation was founded in 2016. Um, I'm a co-founder with Kent Sherwood and Colonel Scott Morey. Um, West is actually an acronym that stands for Warriors Empowered Standing Together. Um, we had noticed a lot of other nonprofits um, where the CEO was taking astronomical um, salaries. Um, and so we wanted to do something to ensure that every dime we raised went back to the veterans, the law enforcement, the first responders, uh, the warriors that we're currently serving and our most cherished families, which are our Gold Star families. So to ensure that, uh, we formed a 501c3. Um, we had teamed up with the Halo for Freedom Warrior Foundation out of Texas, and it's kind of hard to do things in Wyoming uh, being managed from a group in Texas, you know, I mean, topographically, logistics-wise or anything. It just made sense for us to kind of be on our own. And so we pursued that, um, had our first, we had our first event in February 
believe it or not. And and the weather complied. We went shooting, um, snowmobiling, and um, we actually were able to raise money to to get sled hockeys so people that had impairments from the waist down, so on and so forth, could still get out on the ice rink. And those sleds are still at... Uh, the Whitney Rink M&M Center for anybody with a disability that can't get on the ice. Uh, they can get out there on the ice and, and play hockey as well. Then we moved it to um, the Labor Day event, um, and Kent capped it as the best weekend ever, which it truly is. And so what we do is we'll fly in veterans, law enforcement, first responders, Gold Star families, um, and give them the best weekend ever. And so we do a meet and greet on the Thursday night, um, and then Friday we break into two teams. One team goes to the Little Wolf Ranch, and they shoot out of helicopters, long-distance shooting. There's fully automatic uh, saws there. Um, We do trap shooting. We do redneck games, axe throwing, all that, while the other team is across the road at Eaton's Ranch, and they do a beautiful horseback ride up through the mountain. We convene for lunch. Both groups get together, and we break bread together every day. And then that afternoon, the horseback riders go to Eaton's Lake, and they go bass fishing and everything while the other guys finish up their shooting and stuff, and we swap trade places on Saturday. Then Sunday, we have a nice brunch, and, and, and there's intimate meals together, the whole nine yards. This is uh, actually the second year we haven't had to hold a gala because of our community and surrounding communities. This thing has kind of self-funded itself, and we run it like a true 501c3. So when, when our goals are met, we aren't trying to bank a lot of money. Um, we'll cut it off and say give to foundations that need um, we're flush, we're good, and um, it's, it's worked beautifully. And so then on Sunday we go to Don King Days, show them what that's all about, and they just love it, and we wrap it up on Sunday night with, uh, with a quiet, nice meal, and uh, we kind of pick out the most improved and present them with a flag. And we have actually placed people, even in Harvard's Operation Home Base, which that's a $100,000 treatment program for one week, and we've, we've had people placed in that free of charge. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's a beautiful network out there with, like, the Boulder Crest retreats, Operation Restore Warrior. It just It's connected so well. But um, I guess as far as our mission goes, our mission is that um, – we don't feel that us as individuals heal, but we provide a place for the healing process to occur naturally amongst warriors, veterans, and Gold Star families. That's absolutely amazing. Yes. You know, and I, I'd heard a little bit about the organization, but uh, I should have had you on this show a long time ago. Uh, I, I love everything that you guys do how far out do your veterans come from? Is this primarily Wyoming vets, or we go nationwide? We go nationwide. That's amazing. We That's go fantastic. nationwide. We got noticed. Um, I've actually had phone calls from Tunnels to Towers. Um, last year Last year, we did kind of a reset, and we wanted to do an event that was just Gold Star Families. So last year's event was strictly Gold Star Families. Um, Tunnels to Towers sent me two families, amazing people. 
and um, Terry and Elizabeth Burgess with the Gold Star Retreat out of Texas, they sent us several families. And there's so many, and, it, and it's so hard because if somebody moves here that's a Gold Star family, and they don't put their name on Wyoming's registry, you have no idea. Yeah. You can't go to the police station or the SO and say, hey, can you give me a list of everybody with a Gold Star license plate? You just can't do that. So the reaching out and finding, we found 1,171 Gold Star families in the state of Wyoming. Um, and that process took uh, Jason Peterson quite a bit of time. He's on our board as well. And when you start weeding that out, you realize that there's only about 60 that are, that are basically what you would call current. Most of those were World War I, World War II, um, you know, next of kin have passed, yeah. so on and so forth. So it's very, very hard, and, and there's got to be an easier way. Um, but but it's a very, it's a ginger subject. It's you know, it really is. It, it, it really, it really is. is, and that's up to that family if they want to participate, to, to, participate yeah. to, to be on the registry, so on and so forth. So now, it, for those who may not know. Uh, what is a gold star family? There, there are some who might not understand what, what we're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Um, so if you had a child or a husband or a wife, um, anybody deployed, that family initially would put a, um, a blue star up in the window. It meant somebody wasn't there for dinner. They weren't at the dinner table. And if that individual was killed in action, that blue star was replaced with a gold star. And then it moved to the flag. So um, actually, um, Grace Darling Siebold, um, her son was 23. He was killed. Um, and he volunteered to be an aviator and was sent to England in 1917 um, as part of the British Flying Corps, the Royal Flying Corps. And uh, he, was, he was killed in action, and she was grieving along with 25 other mothers, and in 1928, they created the American Gold Star Mothers Incorporated, which since then has um, evolved into the Gold Star families, um, where everybody is acknowledged as next of kin. Um, and so that's kind of how it all started. And we can all come together we and remember. Together. Our, yeah. Yep. In 1947, um, a lapel pin is now presented um, that was uh, that was brought into play in 1947, and then just recently, um, the last Sunday in September, I believe it'd be September 24th this year, is um, is National Gold Star Mothers Day. Oh wow! And uh, that's great that yeah, they've it's, developed. It's that. a beautiful thing because that is when people here paid the ultimate sacrifice. That's it right there. That's it right there. It's it's the ultimate sacrifice, but you know. Um, it's one of those situations where I can't think of a better way, you know? Oh, uh, 100%. And can't think the, of a better way. And uh, every one of them are appreciated. It is an honor that you do not want to ever receive. Exactly. I didn't want to build this monument. Um, and when we do unveil it, I wish we were meeting under different circumstances. Absolutely. But that's, uh, that's how things go. Um, you're going to have casualties in war, and it is our job to make sure that those names are never forgotten. 
And let's talk about this monument a little bit. Recently, Whitney Benefits and Wyo West Warrior Foundation collaborated to install one of only two Gold Star Family Memorial monuments in the state of Wyoming. Um, how did this partnership begin, Mr. Uh, Mr. Garber? Well, it, uh, obviously, you know, one of the tenets of Mr. Whitney's will is a public place. And so uh, he had three things, a little student uh, interest-free loan program, a support the college, and a pl- gathering place and community uh, it could have been a building. We chose an outdoor place, and that is Whitney Commons. That's our park. So uh, several years back, I think just before COVID started, uh, this group uh, came to some of our board members, I believe, and said, hey, we're looking for a small spot to locate this Gold Star Monument. And uh, so we said, well, okay, uh, tell us about it and take a look. And so I think Brad and a couple board members and some of our uh, staff people got together and it was kind of hinted that uh, we had this little pocket park west of our main park that really was just a little patch of grass and we said you know that might be a quiet place to do this have them look at that and so they did and I think everybody just immediately kind of said this would be a perfect place uh, for this monument and so at that point uh, the they kind of took over and the agreement basically has been uh, that they are putting up all the money to construct the monument. Whitney's part uh, the, is to provide the space. It's on our property. And then we agreed that we will take care, as we're doing now, of the landscaping around it. So Whitney will, in uh, in the future, uh, take care of the sprinkler system, the the landscaping, the maintenance of the around it. And uh, you got a great team over there. Yeah, yeah, we do, and they do a great job, and they're willing to take this on. We're going to uh, gussy it up and change it. It's going to look a lot different than it did when it was at the pocket park, but we're we're very pleased. Our our whole board and staff, uh, uh, we we are really honored and pleased to be a part of this. We think it's a great addition to uh, Mr. Whitney's community park. Now, Brad, what what will the monument include? What does this have? The monument um, weighs approximately 18,000 pounds. It sits on a base. It's made out of granite. It is two feet thick. It is seven feet tall at its tallest point and 10 feet long. It consists of four panels, the homeland panel, the family panel, the patriot panel, and the sacrifice panel. The homeland panel actually has a photo I took hiking up to um, Bard and Loomis Lake. I took a beautiful photo of Black Toots, um, and that's on the homeland panel. The family panel consists of a small silhouette of mother and father with two children, and then um, military members above it, because when you're deployed, that is your family. Um, the Patriot panel shows the raising of the flag on Irojima, and the um, sacrifice panel shows a flag-draped coffin being pulled by a buggy at Arlington. How far along are we in the development of this monument? The monument is completed. The um, landscaping is almost completed. Um, but no, we are we are there at. Uh, it took a lot of it took a lot of years, you know, going through the COVID, going through product availability, um, getting the right things for our community. You know, each Gold Star monument's different, and there's an explanation tablet located next to the monument that explains each panel, 
and what it means. Will we have like an unveiling ceremony? The uh, unveiling ceremony will be this Memorial Day Monday at 1.30 p.m. sharp. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a beautiful day. There'll be a flower presentation. There'll be a blessing done by uh, by Leonard Bentz and Butch Jealous with the Crow Nation. Um, Senator Barrasso is going to speak. Uh, Governor Gordon will be in attendance. Um, but our guests of honor that day will be the Gold Star families. Absolutely, absolutely. So, How uh, many families do we n- n- at least know will be in attendance? I am anticipating 75 families currently. Um, Fantastic. We put this out. Rob Hicks with the Buffalo Bulletin um, put this in every publication in uh, in the state of Wyoming. This went out as a public notice. Um, with an invitation because everybody's invited it's open to the public we want everybody there to show our love and our support for our most cherished families and one more time just for folks who may not have heard time that that will take place 1 30 p.m on monday may 29th i can't think of a better day to actually have this unveiling absolutely you know with with all the construction going on down there mr garber where's a good place for folks to kind of situate their vehicles or well i think uh that's going to be a little bit difficult but there's places uh you know the of course we have the parking lots around the ymca we have the parking lots around uh the senior center and uh, just street parking i'm sure it's going to be tight but uh there's a lot of room down there uh, so i think we'll can accommodate everybody adequately but yeah it'll it's a little bit of a challenge over if the where main streets tore up and parking's taken but uh I think there's a lot of room, like, say, around the wine streets. I think we'll make it. Now, and only... people can also park over in Kendrick Park and come across the Henry Burgess Bridge and walk to it. It uh, yeah. would also be an alternative uh, for people coming in. would work quite well also. Absolutely. Now, I've only got about two minutes left. If somebody wanted to know more about the Wild West Warrior Foundation, what do we need to do? How can I learn more? You can go to uh, www.wildwestwarriors.com. Um, they can reach out uh, on Facebook um, at any time. You know, they can call CNK Equipment and ask for me. Um, I'm, I'm constantly uh, getting asked questions at the office. Would love to do it. Um, they did rename um, a special thanks to uh, the city council. They did rename Pocket Park Patriot Park, and the pathway is Patriot Pathway now. So this is only the beginning of what we're going to do. Oh, that's fantastic part to hear. To, uh, to show our community's patriotism. And you know, this is one of those situations, Mr. Garber, where we all kind of came together to make this work, right? It is, and we're just extremely proud to be part of it. I think it's a great asset to the community, and Whitney's very pleased to be a part of it and look forward to seeing it dedicated on Monday. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling me about this monument. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic day. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Public Pulse Sun 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Sheridan American Legion Baseball is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Will you be a winner in our $2,000 gift card giveaway at the Sheridan Commercial Company? Hi, Kurt Smith here. Today through Friday, June 2nd, we're giving away $200 in gift cards each day for 10 days. So come in today and register. In fact, you can come in every day and register. No purchase necessary. There are lots of chances to win. You could be part of the $2,000 gift card giveaway. Sign up today. Thanks from the Sheridan Commercial Company. We appreciate your business. Open seven days a week. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is a value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Get ready for summer with CMB Supply. We have your yard care essentials in stock and ready to go. Grass seed, John Deere mowing equipment, rakes, shovels, garden supplies, bird feeders, and more. Also get your free gift with any $20 purchase. Come in to visit us at CMB Supply. We're on Heartland Drive, and we're open Monday to Friday from 7.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. And then on Saturday, we're open from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Are you interested in the field of broadcasting or communications? The Wyman Association of Broadcasters is offering several $1,000 scholarships to help you pursue your education. You must be a full-time student at a Wyoming community college or the University of Wyoming with a GPA of at least 2.5. We're looking for students that exhibit superior potential in studies or activities related to a career in broadcasting. Stop by the Sheridan Media Studios or go to wyomingbroadcasting.org for an application form. The deadline to apply is June 15th. Are you looking for a great deal on some amazing products? Look no further than ShareToMedia.com's Hot Buys going on right now. Starting at half off of retail value, you can bid on a wide range of items from outdoor equipment to home goods and more. Don't wait too long. The incredible deals end at 8 p.m. tonight. Visit ShareToMedia.com now and click on the Hot Buys banner and start bidding on the hottest deals around. Don't miss out on the chance to save big with Hot Buys on ShareToMedia.com. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-B.